Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Young Adult Podcast. Milana here in the studio with Connor. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) He's literally, before we started recording, started testing the buttons to see which one was which. So I knew that applause was coming. Um, We are back um, for another podcast, and you guys would never believe it. We are answering one of the questions that you guys sent in. We're faithful to our word, man. We, we said that we will do our best to produce a podcast every other week. And if you guys start sending in more requests, we will start doing more podcasts and make it a weekly thing. I will say that we have some other things with the podcast in the works as far as doing our best to figure out like video content and things yeah. like that. And so... You guys have been sending things in, and we've still been doing every other week. Um, but that's not we're we're kind of creating like a backlog so that we can post habitually every week. But it's also because we're working on other things as far as like uh, our podcast studio, which is literally a closet, um, and it <laughs> makes it like impossible to film in because everything is so close. So we're trying to figure that out, and and we have our first like. I don't want to say big guest because I love all the guests that we've had so far, (laughs) but we have a really, really amazing and incredible guest who's going to be coming on the podcast here in a few weeks. Um, We're trying to figure out when we want to release that, but they are incredible. I'm sure a lot of you already know about them, and if you don't, you will probably hear about them very, very soon. Um, I don't want to give any hints, um, but she... She is amazing, and we are very, very excited to have her on our podcast. But, um, yeah, you guys actually took us up on our word, and so we are going to be covering a topic today that you asked about. And and actually, a couple of you um, asked about this topic. It wasn't just like a one-off that we decided, but we actually had a few people sending questions surrounding this topic today, and so we're going to dive into it. Yeah. And honestly, it's great because I don't think we would have ever come to this topic on our own. Never. Ever. I would have never thought about talking about this. No. Um, so genuinely, too, like we've said, you guys sending in your question also just gives us great perspective right. on what's on your heart, what's on your mind, what things you're curious about and what you'd like mm-hmm. to hear our opinions on. And so, yeah, this would be a podcast that would have never been filmed if it weren't for you reaching out with your questions. And so we're super excited to dive into this topic yes. um, and talk about it. So. What are we talking about? Okay, we got a few questions, actually, around the idea of tattoos. Tattoos. Yes, tattoos on your body. Yeah, basically, if you have them, you're going to the bad place, and if you don't, you're going to the good place. So, all right, we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my gosh. But Uh, literally knowing a few people that listen, that probably hurt their feelings. Yeah. I'm never listening again. I know. I know. Um, Well, let's dive into it because that's not the answer that I think. Or is it? (laughs) Do you, I guess let's start here. Do you have any tattoos? I am 
squeaky clean the way the Lord made me. (laughs) I am a perfect Uh, embodiment of how God intended humanity to look. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) He's kidding. Yes, obviously. I have to say that so many times. I need a button that just says he's getting. We could we could make that a sound bite. That's how we did with Whitney's. We should do that. We should like, make that. He's kidding. When you just said he's kidding, we should make that a, a new little sound bite. That way All I right. can be quick with it. It's uh, around four minutes. Let's remember that. Uh, do you have any tattoo stories? Do you have friends who have tattoos? Do you have? Um. No, I don't know anybody that has tattoos. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> my here's my um, here's my like history with tattoos. I am so thankful to God I don't have any because the few that I almost have gotten would be deep regrets. Um, let me just talk to let me just talk to you <laughs> through two tattoos that I that I. Um, Almost got, and then I'll share a funny story about like Christians and tattoos. Um, so, man, I wish I was kidding about this, but uh, welcome to my life. So I, I, you know, thought I was going to be in the NFL, and I thought, um, I thought so much so that I used to have a Bowflex in my bedroom. I've shared this story multiple times on Young Adults, like <laughs> I'm preaching, but. I literally bought my parents for some reason bought me a Bowflex. It was for the family, but it lived in my bedroom. And so I would get home from like basketball or football or whatever and do workouts um, in my room. And I would blare like Eminem or Ja Rule, specifically Ja Rule. Um, <laughs> and that matters. Um, for and, and then workout because I was destined to be 6'4", wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, be the next Randy Moss and... <laughs> be amazing. And so no lie, I was like, dang, man, like a lot of NFL players have tattoos. If this is going to be my life, oh my then I need to get one. Obviously. And I went through a hardcore um, jaw rule phase in mm-hmm. high school. Some of you listening don't even know who jaw rule is, um, but he was a rapper, is a rapper, I guess. And on his back, he has these giant angel wings that take up like his oh, entire wow. back. That's uh, what you wanted. Dude, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I almost got angel wings down my entire back. <laughs> and if you if you have those, n- no knock. But for me, knowing my personality. I wanted them simply because he felt like he couldn't be in the NFL without them. Yeah, and I would have had giant angel wings down my back for the rest of my life. Second one that I almost got, and I'm so glad I didn't. Um, I uh, I almost got a grizzly bear as a half sleeve. Um, literally, this is gonna sound so dumb and almost too personal. Like, I don't know. So this sounds so weird, but in college, all of my roommates were like, I don't, I don't want to say prepubescent, but like, they just couldn't like grow beards or like chest hair and so like as a freshman in college i had like a full-blown beard and like chest hair and (laughs) i know some of you are like okay we're done listening to this now (laughs) but long story short it it, like this nickname like evolved into like grizzly like because if i let my beard like really grow i like looked like a mountain man and uh, I almost got a tattoo of a grizzly bear on my arm oh my goodness and thank god again i didn't um, but no, as far as tattoos, uh, 
this is just a Christian world. It's so funny, but I'm not going to say any names, but I, I knew a guy who was going to be a part of a church that was more focused on reaching like younger millennial, I guess in our day and age, like Gen Z. And he was a very, um, what is the word? Uh, Clean, not clean cut, but like, what are like the rock kids like, or like the punk scene kids call it when you don't drink or smoke or do anything? Straight edge. Straight edge. He's a very straight edge person. Like, yeah. but like Coles to the to the max. Coles. Like he would he was like um like khaki cargo shorts, yeah, sandals, like polo shirt tucked in. But he wanted to be a worship leader at this church, and so to look more relevant and appealing, oh. he got a gauged earring. And a tattoo on his forearm, literally, and I heard the description, so that while he was playing guitar and singing, people could see his tattoo oh. and feel like they related to him more. And I'm just like, hold on, where is it? Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, poor dude. Um, yeah, so those are my experiences with, ta with tattoos. Now, I don't have any personally... I've really talked for a long time here. I don't have any personally, and I. Uh, but I'm. I. I will say this: for the first time in my life, I have had two different ideas of things that I want that have very deep and significant meaning to me, mm -hmm. that I haven't changed on in like three or four years. Normally, I'd get an idea, and within three months, I'd be like, "Oh, thank God, I didn't do that." <laughs> I've had some that have been camping in my brain for like three to four years now. Um, that I think I'll love, that have deep, significant meaning to me. So if I do ever take the plunge, um, I've got some things in mind. But yeah, yeah. What about you? Do you have tattoos? I do have tattoos. Sinner, <laughs> sinner, sinner, sinner. Some um, that I don't mind so much. Some that I got as a dumb eighteen-year-old. Exactly. Yeah. That I'm like, why, why? I got a cross tattoo on my neck before I even met Jesus. There you go. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Simply because I knew that was the only way my mom wouldn't be mad about me getting tattoos is if I got like, Jesus ones. Yeah. Um so I do I do have tattoos. Um I've done I honestly haven't gotten any in a really long time. I think because I just made I was that person that was just like, I'm eighteen now, I wanna be rebellious. Yeah. And so but I was <laughs> rebellious with Hebrews eleven one on my neck. So. Yeah, there you go. You'll show them. Take that, uh, <laughs> world. Take that, mom. So bad. So bad. And now, honestly, I just haven't, I haven't not gotten any because I, like, have since changed my mind that I think it's, like, super sinful or bad or anything like that. It's more so because I just, I think I just went so hard when I was young and now I'm just... Yeah, I want to take time to make sure because I wish I could be like you and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't get that. But yeah. I did. My my two tattoos, though, would have been like big statement pieces because I'm an all in <laughs> yeah, or all, all out really kind of person. Mine would have been I couldn't hide. <laughs> I would be Ja Rule at the pool every summer <laughs> when I took my shirt off. So, um, all right. So this is this is an interesting topic, I yeah. think, especially for people that either want a tattoo or have a tattoo, meet Jesus. They read some things in the Bible and they're like, oh my gosh, have I like sinned? And right. is this wrong? Is it right? Can I get tattoos? So I want to kind of look at some of the key verses people use for tattoos, mm -hmm. um, for not getting tattoos. And then I kind of want to take a look at an interesting concept that I don't think many people bring in to this conversation 
Um, and then we will give you our thoughts and our opinions. And then obviously you will read your Bible, you will pray, and you will follow your leading and conviction from the Holy Spirit for yourself. Um, and yeah. if you hear from the Holy Spirit, you'll agree with us. No, I'm totally, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. He's kidding. That's where the button yeah, works. The button. There it is. There we go. Um, okay. So actually the person, one of the people who sent in this question, one of the three or four people that asked about this sent in some verses that I'd like to look at really quick, mm-hmm. um, and just sort of talk about. So is it okay to have tattoos? Is it not okay to have tattoos? One of the first things that people go to when we talk about this conversation around tattoos is this verse in Leviticus, Levitic- Leviticus, wow, 1928. Milana, why, why don't you read that to us? Read Leviticus for us. You shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or tattoo yourselves. I am the Lord. Leviticus 1928, the ESV. Well, that's pretty clear cut, folks. <laughs> no tattoos or you're a sinner. Um, no, I got to stop with that joke. Um, okay, so that's kind of the main thing. I remember like, so no lie, my grandma, God bless her soul, um, grew up Betty. very, very, you know, like uh, Christian, very, very conservative. And I remember my uncle one time, he was like 40, uh, came, came, to like Thanksgiving, had a tattoo on his arm as like a 40-year-old man, and my grandma cried at Thanksgiving Aww. and recited Leviticus 19.28 to him and basically said, you, you've gone against God and defiled your temple. Um, but I want to dive into Leviticus 19.28 real quick. There's three verses we'll kind of touch on. This is the first and probably major verse that people go to when it when it talks about like tattooing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what is the context of Leviticus 19.28? First and foremost, we have, to, we have to look at this. The context of the verse is holiness. God is calling his people to be different and set apart from every other people to show them that there is a God who is above all the other gods and that the practices that our God, Jesus, God the Father, implements to his people are better and more life-giving than those of everybody else. And so the context of all of Leviticus 19 is God is calling his people to be set apart from the people they are going to encounter in the lands they were going to conquer, live in, and dwell in. Not to be influenced by them, not to take their rituals and practices and adapt them, but to follow God, follow God to a T. And the thought was that when they are holy and set apart, it will actually draw other nations to God by seeing how he blesses their life of holiness. Now, so what does that say? Does that say that when you make a cut on your body or you have a tattoo, um, you are now no longer holy? Mm. No, there's a very, there's a very key, key word in that, um, little section of scripture that indicates what God's talking about in this moment. He says this, it says, you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead mm-hmm. or tattoo yourself. And the thought is for yeah. the dead, um, I am the Lord. And so I wanted to read a read a clip out of a commentary. Um, was it the, the New Bible Commentary or something like that? I can't really remember. But it says this about this section of scripture. It says, The main focus of most of this section is to exclude rites and practices associated 
with pagan Canaanite religions, particularly those were physical or morally disfiguring, that were physically or morally disfiguring. Abuse of the body in the name of religion was a widespread human aberration. Um, we even see that when Elijah takes on the prophets of Baal. They, they are trying to evoke this false god, this demon, to move on their behalf. And what was one of the first things they did? It started cutting themselves. Yeah. So physical abuse or physical, uh, what, what's the word, disfiguring yeah. was a very common practice in hopes of evoking a response or an emotion from a god. They would cut their heads, and, and it's still a common practice in some religions today, where they would cut their heads and let the blood like come over their face mm. to show their like desperation and their need for like this false god to respond. Yeah. And so it's, it's saying that abuse of the body is not a new thing. Um, and again, it's categorizing this verse as abuse, yeah. not not something recreational. So, okay, the Old Testament, with its high view of goodness of the body as part of God's creation, disallowed this. The New Testament reinforces this principle with assertion that the Christian body is a temple to the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so I think, and again, do your research and, and look into this. I think Leviticus 19 verse 28 is is setting apart somebody from marking themselves as a way of cultic religious practice. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think that there is a strong case for this to be about what we call tattoos right now because yeah. literally the word tattoo didn't even exist. That word that was translated tattoo mm-hmm. actually means cutting or marking. marking it yeah. doesn't mean ink on the skin in this context it actually means cuts like physical yeah. cuts scarring and marking and so leviticus 19:28 is sort of the the main verse we'll jump to another one in a minute which will sort of be the bulk of our conversation but uh what is the verse milana that a lot of people like to throw out for tattoos <laughs> uh in revelation when da, 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 da. Jesus comes back um, in John's vision in Revelation, it says that he is coming in on a horse, um, riding in on the clouds, and it says, On his robe and on his thigh he is a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. That's Revelation 19.16. Yeah. <laughs> so Jesus is tatted up in Revelation. And <laughs> so is Jesus sinning by getting a tattoo on his thigh? No. <laughs> exactly. No. Now, again, to take revelation literally, meaning Jesus is coming back with a tattoo in the way we think about tattoos would not be the best approach in mm. understanding this verse. Right. Um, and so, I mean, this would take a long, long time to dive in and try to like break down yeah, revelation unpack. like this. But <laughs> but what a lot of people who are like, see, Jesus has a name written on his thigh. Mm-hmm. Um, that means Jesus has a tattoo. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. M- maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe not. Like I, I do think that revelation is very, very um metaphorical and, and it's very image driven yeah. in a way that's not meant to literally portray what you're seeing, but it has deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. And so um, does this mean, again, is this another point for not getting a tattoo? Because Jesus literally might not have a tattoo. 
I don't necessarily think so. Um, this is the verse, this next one that we're going to go to, 1 Corinthians, um, mm-hmm. where I really think we can have some interesting conversation about it. And so 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17, Milano, you've done such a good job. Oh, wow. Why don't you, <laughs> why don't you read us that verse as well? It says, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. God's temple is holy. So, Milana, when you hear that, what do you think about when you when you hear, don't destroy God's temple, God's temple is holy? Well, I think the idea of like holiness is just the absence of the complete absence of sin. So like when we say God is holy, he is like, we think of like powerful, we think of pure, but it's like not only perfect in righteousness, but perfect in power, like completely whole. Um, And so when he's calling his, like when he's calling his, you his temple and he's calling you holy, um, we are now his temple because his Holy Spirit, his presence is now able to dwell within us because of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and so now there is a responsibility of taking care of God's temple, of treating his holiness as just that, um, where it can't exist um, with sin. You know, like holiness and sin can't coexist. They can't be in the same presence. Um, and so now it says, you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells within you. And it's saying if anyone destroys God's temple, God's will destroy, God will destroy him. Um, that sounds really intense of like if you if you defile yourself with tattoos, then God's going to destroy God's coming for you, you little <laughs> tattooer. Hope you're uh, ready for the Lord. <laughs> so maybe unpack like that. Let's unpack that like. Con, like the context or maybe the the idea of of that within this idea of us now being God's holy temple. Yeah, I th- I think that this is the bigger conversation. I think that you can make a case for Leviticus both ways. Yeah. Um I think if you're talking about being completely set apart in a way that makes you absolutely different from every single person mm-hmm. there is, then there might be a case because tattoos are so common. To not get a tattoo. Do I think that that is a verse specifically damning or forbidding tattoos? Not at all. I think that is way more of adopting cultic, irreligious practices specifically for the dead or specifically to evoke some type of emotion from a false god by harming yourself, cutting yourself um, in 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 a way of religious practice. This this verse right here, I think, is where the real conversation lives. Um, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Now, again, this has been a verse that a lot of people have used um, to not for reasons not to get tattoos. You're God's temple. Getting a tattoo is destroying God's temple. And it's 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 demarking it or whatever, and that doesn't make God happy. I actually think there's a very interesting conversation to be had here because let's take a look at the temple. Let's take a look at what um, at what 
the yeah. temple was. Like, was the temple just a building? Yeah. Or was the temple decorated? Was right. Did the temple have imagery in it or on it? Mm. Or was it just plain? We actually see quite a bit that God is very intentional with the decor that he wants yeah. in the temple. Yeah. That the tabernacle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the tabernacle and the temple itself. So yeah. now I, I know this is saying that like we don't need a temple anymore because God's spirit dwells in our bodies. Right. But if it's comparing our bodies to a temple, I think we need to look at what the temple was. The temple was a place where God's presence could be fully felt on earth. It was this pl- mm. this weird overlap as the Bible project describes it as like both a heaven and an earth space, like inner, yeah. inner, inner mingling together. And he, what he's saying is now your bodies, when you accept Jesus, are a place where God and earth intermingle, mm-hmm. like within you, because his spirit lives inside of you. But when they were preparing to build the temple, when David led, laid the plans of the temple and Solomon carried them out, there were very specific ways of decorating the temple. Um, it talks about in Second Chronicles. Oh, I highlighted it and I don't have my phone. Um, but basically, it talks about how he wanted to have different images carven, engraved, like drawn all throughout the temple. It was images of palm trees, it was images of pomegranates, it was uh, the menorah. And mm-hmm. all these were representative images to draw the priest back to Genesis chapter 1 and to the Garden of Eden. The temple was literally designed and decorated um, to, to, bring, to bring the priest back to the Garden of Eden, the original place where heaven and earth were intertwined. And so if you're listening to this podcast— and you have your phone or you have your iPad or, or whatever, um, I want you to do do me a favor. I want you to Google something and look something up. Uh, what are we going to say? I want you to Google um, what did Solomon's temple look like inside? So we're that all going like to Google the first that. Thing that. Yeah. Now, click on images and what you shall see, let's click on the first one, which for me is the Metropolitan Museum of Art. It says, take a peek inside what we believe to be the ancient temple. Um, if you see this, look at the walls. Mm-hmm. They are covered with engraved images that were made to draw the priest to, to two conclusions. One, you are walking in a space that represents the beginning of time before the fall of man when God's presence and humanity dwelt together without any type of fraction. So it's, it's made to draw reverence and it's made to remind him that this is a place where God dwells. The palm trees were representative of the garden. The menorah is actually, from my research, representative of the tree of knowledge of good and evil or or the tree of life. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, heavily image-driven. And so what a lot of people say when they read 1 Corinthians 3.16 is don't defile the temple. And what they mean by that is don't make markings on your skin because your body is now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But when we actually look at the temple, the temple was full of imagery. It was full of 
of symbolism Mm -hmm. written on the quote-unquote skin, like written on the walls of the temple itself. It'd be different if the temple was just pure, straight gold with no images and it was just whatever. But no, images were a heavy, heavy part of of the metaphor of the temple. It was it was part of the purpose of the temple. And so when we read that, I think a lot of times people say, well, your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. Don't destroy it. Don't don't de- deface it or whatever, um, because then God will get mad and destroy you. <laughs> but I actually think there's a different perspective, a different conversation to be had right. of if our body is a temple, well, what does that mean? What is the purpose of a temple? The temple was to draw people to the reality that there is a God and that he wants to dwell within us and on this earth. And so I actually think there might be a stronger case that if you feel like it is right for you, putting images on your body in the form of tattoos Mm -hmm. that might evoke questions or feelings of understanding that God is with you, that that draw your eyes to a greater reality of, of God and Jesus might be a little more biblical if we're talking about temple stuff. Right. So I don't know. I know that there might be a lot of pastors who disagree with that. And I'm not even saying that like, oh, that's like what I stand yeah. on and believe wholeheartedly. That's the case. Yeah. But I think we throw First Corinthians out a lot. Right. And I'm talking about if we're talking about temples here, Temples were highly decorated intentionally with imagery. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, that's what a tattoo is. It's a decorative image made to evoke a thought or an emotion. Now, I think those can mm-hmm. go bad. I think those can go good. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on all of that? I, yeah. I've actually been thinking about that for a minute and I just sort of brain dumped for like 10 minutes. I love that. Um, I think that's a interesting case of like you read. I remember recently, the last time we all read through the Bible cover to cover with the interns. And I was, I got to the part of the tabernacle um, in uh, the old Testament. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like there was so much thought. There was so much craftsmanship. There was so much artistry that went into the temple. Um, and I just like, as a creative had this moment that just was like, Oh my goodness, this is so incredible. Like this is so intentional. Like God's a designer. God's an artist. Um, God loves art. Yeah, and like partnered, like it said, like he had specific people who made the ropes. He had specific people who made the art for the walls. And so um, one of the the first people that the Holy Spirit rested on was a craftsman given the job of designing things for the tabernacle, Mm -hmm. not the temple, but the tabernacle, the the non-permanent place where God's presence dwelt during the wandering in the wilderness and all that. And so like... God loves art. He loves design. He loves making things beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so, sorry, I totally cut you off. No, that's, it's so great. I love it. It's so true. It's like, so I think there, there's a level of that of like, man, I have some Christian friends who have really beautiful symbolic tattoos that are from scripture. I know the ones that you've talked to our team about, like, I'm like, that's so cool. Um, just because God is just so creative and scripture and the imagery that we see in it is beautiful. Um, and I think First Corinthians kind of is like that New Testament verse that people will throw out for the case of like, oh, you shouldn't get tattoos. Your body's a temple and all this stuff. I'm like, our body is a temple. And um, 
we do have the Holy Spirit. We need to be mindful of that. But there are so many things that we do that could be considered defiling. The yeah, like, like like I'm not I'm not trying to be mean or mean spirited when I say this, but like you might shun a tattoo, but do you eat McDonald's? Like <laughs> that's exactly where my mind went. Yeah, yeah. literally, because I'm like that's. It, that that is probably the lowest form. Now it's delicious. I'm not knocking the golden arches. <laughs> if they want to sponsor us, holler at your boy. But what I'm saying is like, if we're gonna nitpick, let's really nitpick. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. let's if we're gonna talk about tattoos, well, then we really have to go into soda. We yeah. have to go into alcohol. Right. We have to go into food. We have to go into smoking or or taking things. We have to go into prescription medication right. like, you know what i mean like yeah. what 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 is the definition of defilement yeah because i think that's such a broad term and a broad perspective we have to really understand like what what are we talking about here and what is the heart posture behind what's being done yeah and it's like not to make the case of just like oh yeah get any tattoo because it's the same as like eating a burger or whatever and because it's like I think that there is an option where you can get there are tattoos that people have that are absolutely not honoring to God or to his word or to like his Holy Spirit as like if you, like if you were to get like a bad not I don't know a bad like a bad tattoo or something what is a or, bad tattoo I don't know the devil <laughs> there may be or like I don't the know the devil on your butt cheek it's <laughs> a bad tattoo <laughs> I don't know. I guess that that's up for you and your discernment. But I think, yeah, yeah there's levels to to all of it. Yeah. You know? Here's here's the hard thing. I would say that this is a very gray area in the Bible. Now, a lot of people might be like, no, it's not like if, right. if you if you read the Bible literally, which which I want to be <laughs> careful with how I say this is not the way the Bible was intended to be read. And here's yes. here's what I mean. You have to take. You have to take context and you have to take literary style into consideration. Mm -hmm. what, what I do mean is that you can trust and believe every word in the Bible. What I am saying also is that you need to be smart enough and diligent enough to understand what was happening when things were being said, yeah. what, why they were being said, where they were being said. You have to be a good reader of the Bible as well to, to understand the context. So I think it's a gray area. I, I think that... You, there might be a case to be made to not get tattoos. I think there's a case for tattoos. Like, yeah. I, I think it's very unclear. Now, I don't think Leviticus means how old grandmas throw it out. I don't think Revelation means how young people covered in tattoos throws it out. Right. Um, and I don't think 1 Corinthians might necessarily... One, 1 Corinthians wasn't in the context of tattoos Anyway, right. there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, sexual immorality, yeah. people coming and preaching different gospels, mm -hmm. um, people getting super drunk on on communion. And yeah. so when he's talking about your body as a temple, he's he's kind of talking all encompassing in the sense of sexually what you put in your mouth, what you're watching, what he's saying, like, don't defile it, don't pollute it. That's when we have to go into like, OK, well, do, do tattoos fall in that area? Do they not? And yeah. so and I just. I thought it was interesting that when we talk, when we compare our bodies to temples, mm -hmm. the temple was very image heavy yeah. and very decorated. image driven and decorated. Yeah. And so um, as we kind of wrap this up now, I know a lot of you are going to be like, well, wait, you didn't answer our question. Are tattoos <laughs> okay or are they not? 
I said it in the beginning. Tattoos are from the devil. Oh, my God. (laughs) Where's the button? Where's the button? (laughs) Um, No. um, So real quick, if you had to make a case to somebody who who was thinking about getting a tattoo and you were like, no, I don't think you should. What what are some reasons people maybe shouldn't get tattoos? I guess look at the reason why you want the tattoo. Is it something that is honoring? Is it something that is um, serves a purpose? Or is it like I was drunk and I got a tattoo <laughs> in yeah. Vegas and whatever? Because um, I, I don't think like the only – tattoos that you should get should be a bible verse across your forehead like yeah um but why no tattoo um well if it's it's not honoring if there's no purpose i guess behind it if it's not i i feel bad because i feel like i'm maybe leaning towards the other way um no i'm I'm not saying i'm not saying you have to but i'll give you I'll i'll give you a chance to say why you think it's okay as well. Okay, but, okay, okay. But, but like if, if you were just to, if you, if somebody was asking and you would be hesitant to tell them why they shouldn't get a hat, a tattoo, what, like, what would you say to them? What's the purpose? Okay. Um, and what's your conviction? Yes. Right. Like what's your personal conviction? Are you feeling like, I don't know if I should get this. Like, it doesn't feel right. Like I've, this is what I'm feeling. And when I pray about it, and you're you're feeling that tension, then I'd be like, okay, well then maybe lean into that conviction that you might have. Yeah. Um. Because if you if you don't see the purpose, if you're feeling that tension, then don't do it. And if if Leviticus or or Corinthian First Corinthians is what's coming to mind, and you you can't shake that, then maybe that's maybe that's a reason to not get a tattoo. Yeah, I would say too, don't get one because it, you think it's going to make you more relevant. Oh, I guess, yeah. That's I, a very true statement. Yeah, like for any <laughs> pastors or young adult people listening to this, I talk to so many young adult pastors that look like they're copy and paste out of like a, a young, trendy pastor's coloring book. Like it is like everybody with the sparrow on their forearm, like no offense to any sparrow people. <laughs> um, but, you know, sort of that like old biker, new Amer- or old American style like tattoo. And that's great. I'm not saying those are bad. But if your heart is to just look and feel cooler and more relevant, I'm like, that sounds like insecurity, not like a desire to get a tattoo. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, kind of the same way. I think this is such a deeply personal issue. I don't think it's a matter of sin. I think it's a matter of preference. I think it's a matter of conviction. So why no to a tattoo? Don't get one and try to be somebody you're not. Don't get one because you think it's on trend. Yeah. Yeah, And don't get one if you truly feel a spirit conviction. You know, the Bible talks about how like for some things can be sin, like, Mm -hmm. and, and for others, like not, it's, it's called Christian Liberty. It's, it's, it's on major issues, mm-hmm. be, be firm on minor issues. There's like wiggle room. I think tattoo definitely falls in the, in the category of minor issues. So why would you tell somebody yes? If they came to you and they were like, I really, I'm really thinking about getting this tattoo. Um, what are your thoughts? What would you say? And maybe an argument in favor of tattoos. Yeah. I mean, why do you want it? What's the meaning? What's the purpose behind it? I mean, I guess that's the question for either case. Um, why yes to tattoo is... Um, if you're truly wanting to add artistry, like if you've had this image in your mind, like you, for example, you've had this image in your mind, like 
almost like a vision that you feel like God's given you meaning and purpose and scripture behind it. And you like have felt it strongly for a while. And you're like, man, John 15 is like my life first. And I've had all this stuff and this is what God's done for me. Or maybe for you, it's like, I don't, I, I don't know why your grandma's coming to mind. <laughs> She'd kill you if you got a tattoo for her. Literally, but <laughs> literally. I know that she's been like a super formative person in your spiritual life and your walk with Jesus. And so if there's like, a deep feeling of like, man, I just, I feel this, I want this, um, then go for it. You know, like if it's gonna, if it's like, some things can just, some things were just made to just bring beauty. Yeah. You know, like some things were just created to just be like beautiful and to just be art and to just be creation. Yeah. Um, and so if that's what you're feeling, yeah. I'd say pray about it. Don't like. Yeah, follow your conviction. I, I do think too, like why I would be in favor. I know a lot of people that have tattoos that are part of their testimony. Yeah. That, that actually like people who are waiters or waitresses or bartenders who have tattoos that are to in hope, like engage somebody in a conversation about faith. Who, yeah. Um, people who have like their stories okay. or things that are super symbolic to them. Um and they're just done really well and they're done really cool and they're done really mm-hmm. creative and, and they get asked all the time, oh, who did your tattoo? What's it mean? And then it it literally opens a door for them to share their story mm-hmm. and to share about what Jesus has done in their life. And yeah. so I don't think God's up there and be like, doesn't count because it's coming from a tattoo. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I think they can I think they can be beautiful carriers of God's message and yeah. kind of just like the temple evoke a godly yeah. image to the world that yeah. like wouldn't see that in right. some other way. And so, yeah, yeah, I think like, why not get a tattoo because you just want to be cool and, and you <laughs> deeply feel like the Holy Spirit saying, don't do that. Why get a tattoo? I think there's a lot of great reasons to get yeah. a tattoo. I think art for the sake of beautiful art is enough, but I also think that you have the ability to share your story in a new and a cool and a creative way. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so yeah, where did we land? Tattoos are from the devil. That oh. is where we've landed. <laughs> so a button. <laughs> <laughs> Not that button. <laughs> um, um, no, so yeah, so okay. Um, was that vague or gray? Kind of, but I think that's sort of the point. I, yeah. think, I think there is no real hard stop answer. This is right. This is wrong. I think a lot of people look for that. And I think part of the beauty of following Jesus is outside of the things that are crystal clear, there's ability for us to be human um, Mm -hmm. and to, to make our own decisions. And so if, if uh, you want to get a tattoo, I think that's great. If you don't want to get tattoos, that's great. Join the no, join the clean, the clear skin club. I don't know (laughs) with me. Um, or honestly, just that I'm too afraid of needles club. Um, (laughs) I've been talking for a long time. We need to wrap this up before people never want to listen to this podcast ever again. (laughs) So, um, tattoos. Yes. No, maybe. Maybe so maybe we'll land on maybe. So, (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for sending in this topic. Like we said, we would never have talked about this before if, if somebody didn't send this in. And so thank you. Um, and again, we've got a couple more that we're going to do based off of your questions or things that you want to have conversations about, us to have conversations about. And so keep on doing it. Um, keep on DMing our Young yeah. Adult Instagram, which you can find at? At Red Rocks YA. Yeah, just go to our Instagram, send us a DM and be like, hey, I would love for you guys to potentially talk about this in the podcast. And what we will do 
is we'll do, we'll talk about it. We will so, talk about it. Yeah, thanks for engaging. Uh, share this with a friend or give us a like. Give us a good review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, yeah, and be looking forward. Be, be looking be looking. Wow. Be on the lookout. <laughs> there, there we go. For a podcast we have coming out soon with an incredible, incredible guest. You will not want to miss it. Yes. We love you guys. We'll All see right. you next time. See you next time. Peace out. Bye.